Okay, we're starting a brand new series, 2020, 2020. Um, here we are, wow, time has been flying. It seems like last year, 2019, was, it just happened. Did it seem like it went faster? Is it just me? Maybe I'm just getting older. Things go faster when you get older. But uh, at least, well, sometimes they do. But um, I, I just feel like 2019 was just a, a, a blur. But I'm really excited about 2020 because I believe, Emily and I went away, and um, <clears throat> thank you for allowing us to get away each year. I think it's one of, a, one of the most uh, beneficial times um, for our church and us is when we can get away and just pray and ask God to confirm some things and, and speak to us and, and graciously give us a little bit of a roadmap as we start this year. And we wanna find out what God sees uh, for us not only as a church, but individually. So thank you for allowing us to take away. Well, we came away with some, some words um, that I think are gonna set us up for not only this year, but the next 10 years. I say that because I want you to believe that. I want you to believe that, that what God wants to say over the next few weeks is what he wants to do in us and through us for the years to come. That's exciting. So we call it a blueprint, if you want to see it. It's called, it's, called, it's called blueprint. But what would you like the next five or 10 years to look like for you, your family, business, career? What would you like, what would you like the next five or 10 years to look like. Just take a few moments, just if you can kind of conjure up and get some imagination going in your mind, or can you, you can just think, okay, I, I, really, I really would like this, or, or, or uh, you know, uh, for my family or for career. Um, it's very important that we, uh, that we understand that God wants to give you the desires of your heart. What are the dreams that live in your heart or maybe they're dormant right now? Maybe you don't wanna talk about them. Oh, I could never talk about that. I'd feel, I'd feel kind of sheepish and foolish if I told anybody about that. I truly believe the start of this year is pivotal to set, up, set us up for years to come. And it starts with the blueprint. Say blueprint. Yes, there's a blueprint for your life a unique plan created for you and through you. That's the key word. It's not just for you, it happens through you. A blueprint is simply a plan of action for your life. Simply stated, a blueprint helps you figure out what to do. It just helps you and I figure out what to do. So these messages will be designed for you and I to discover our unique blueprint and to begin to see it unfold right before your eyes. Because when God created you, he already had a plan for your life. Jeremiah 1.5, I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you. Now, in this case, Jeremiah as a prophet to the nations. But this is the way God creates all people, with a plan, with a blueprint. 
Before you were formed in the womb, God cared for you. He understood you. He distinguished you. He taught you. He held you. He loved you. He took so much time and care and thought into making you. He did not miss one detail. Woo! David figured this out and said this in Psalm 139, 14. I thank you, God, for making me so mysteriously complex. I know, we chuckle at that, yeah. Everything, everything you do is marvelously breathtaking. It simply amazes me to think about it, how thoroughly you know me, Lord. So before you were revealed to the world, God put together a blueprint for your life and our responsibility is to find the blueprint and then run with it and see it manifest through our journey with Jesus. If you remember last year, 2019, I, I, I said this phrase um, called a perpetual past. And I, I, it, it was in a way to set, set us up for this year. When we say perpetual past, we're saying that most people just tend to, by human nature, live out of the past. We, we, we could actually live out of 2019, 2018. Some are still living out of 2010. Some still live out of the 70s and 80s. I mean, what I'm saying is it's possible because the way we're wired and the way our brain works is it's possible to actually live every day, the same day, over and over again, Groundhog Day and not even knowing it and hoping that something would change. And I believe that's where Blueprint comes in. But I know this, that life can take a toll and we can lose our sense of purpose and lose sight of the Blueprint. And my prayer today is that our eyes will be open to the wonderful and mysteriously complex plan God has designed for you and I. A blueprint is simply a guide for making something, isn't it? Any architects here? Any people that, that have had to use blueprints in your life? It's a design or pattern that can be followed. You wanna build the best treehouse ever? Draw up a blueprint and follow the design carefully. Say carefully. Do you want to discover the best you? Then discover and follow the unique blueprint already in you. Everybody is following a blueprint, but not everyone is following God's blueprint. And that's where I want to get you today. You're here. I'm glad you're here because I want to take you out from following maybe your own blueprint. How about somebody else's blueprint and get you following God's blueprint for your life? Unique, only for you. One reason why people follow another blueprint is simply this. And I'll just say it this way. We look for a career before, listen, before we listen for a calling. We tend to look for a career before we listen for a calling. And the Bible says, my sheep hear my voice. And it's so important. And I, I try to tell this to, to, to people in general, but especially young people. I said, well, let's pray about it. Let's find out. Let's take a look at what your gifts are. Let's see how God wired you. Before we just go want to be a lawyer because you think you're going to make a lot of money, let's hold on, young man. Let's just pray about it and ask God and find out what lies in your DNA and your blueprint so that you can do what God's called you to do. Is anybody here today? See, 
we ought to have to understand this. The voice of the world, we do not listen to. I don't know, we're not supposed to listen to the voice of the world. By the way, if you do, it'll be depressing. When you continually follow that voice, you'll be depressed. Because here's what I know about the world. Our world has defined success, please hear this, as a list of boxes to be checked. From education to a well-defined career path, ending with retirement checks to be collected. Now, I'm not downgrading any of that stuff, but I wonder if sometimes we are on this much-traveled, well-worn path that can push us in the direction of conformity and not purpose, not God's blueprint. We tend to live from the outside in instead of the inside out. Simply, we tend to follow what we see with our natural eyes instead of listening to our hearts. See, I believe when we follow another blueprint, we can even live the script of someone else's life. And we've heard that story before when the son is trained to do something that the father did and the father was trained to do something that the grandfather did, all great stuff. And they say, man, I just don't love what I do, but I'm doing it for my dad. I'm doing it for my mom. And I get that, I understand it. It's good to honor your parents in that way, but what if God never called you to be a lawyer? I've said this before, but I got, I got a friend that, 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 that's a lawyer and he's really good at it. And, 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 and I got but his dad was a lawyer, his brother was a lawyer, his grandfather was a lawyer, and I get it, there's, a, there's lawyers all the way through the family, but, it, but, but deep down, I just feel like he just wants to do something different. I followed a different blueprint for half of my life. I was singing that old Sinatra tune, I did it my way. And by the way, that ended up in frustration. It always does. Even to the point of complete despair. But when I finally surrendered to his plan, it was only then that I began to see the blueprint come to life, you guys. It was only then. So let me get you excited about his plan for you. Here are a few things you need to know when discovering God's blueprint. This is just the beginning. This is just the appetizer. Um, I, 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 pray that, I pray that you take 2020 and you really dive into what we're talking to, talking about what God is saying. Because I believe, again, I believe this. We prayed about it. I feel like God is saying this, this beginning of this year sets us up for the next five or 10 years. Uh, I'm just so excited. I'm, what excites me is for you saying, oh my goodness, I'm getting it. Oh, oh wow, I am starting to see something that I've never seen before come to life. So let me, let me give you a few things about, about Blueprint. It's never too early. Just say it's never too early. It's never too early to discover your Blueprint. As parents and mentors, we have a great responsibility to teach and train our children about God and to help them to discover their unique blueprint. And by the way, you can see it early on in life. A couple years ago, we were away on vacation and I met this guy who was, who was, um, who was fixing uh, 
beach equipment. And I said, oh man, this is a cool little business you got here. Oh, it's not mine. It's my daughter's. What? Yeah, yeah. This is my daughter's multi-million dollar business. When she was 15, she had an idea that she could make a little money on the side and, and sell some beach equipment and make some money. Now we got these things all over the place. She go, he goes, yeah, I work for her. <laughs> he goes, I retired, I work for her. 15, 15, she had a thought and it turned into a huge business. It's really cool, her dad works for her, that's awesome. Here, here's, here's a local lad, person. It was in the papers, Owen Suey wants to be an accountant. At 16 years old, he had planned out a career that includes studying the practical and necessary profession of being an accountant. He said, I always like numbers, he said. But he said, math has gotten different through the years, and I didn't like it. Accounting seems to be all numbers and not letters. <laughs> it's something I can handle, and it seems interesting. So I love that. See, you can identify certain gifts and callings early on. If God spoke to Jeremiah, who was a young lad, then we certainly can speak that into our children, even someone else's children, child. Matthew 19, 13 through 14, because it's never too early. One day, some parents brought their children to Jesus so he could lay his hands on them and pray for them. But the disciples scolded the parents for bothering him. Jesus said, hey, dummies, <laughs> let the children come to me. Don't stop them. For the kingdom of heaven belongs to those who are like these children. Let me just tell you something about, this wasn't just a little, quick little prayer blessing for a kid. Oh, bring the cute little kids to me. Let me hold them and let me pray a little quick little prayer blessing. No, 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 no. This wasn't a quick little prayer blessing. He was declaring their calling. He was declaring, he was, he was uncovering their blueprint. He's compelling them to discover their destiny. See, our Res Kids ministry is more important than you know. Getting those little ones around God on a regular basis is critical for their future and beneficial to discovering their blueprint. It is said that from zero to seven, that is when you really establish your beliefs for the rest of your life, you guys. Zero to seven. So when you get your kids in a place where God is, where encouragement is, where worship is, where the word is, oh my goodness, you're setting them up for success. Greek philosopher Aristotle, not sure if he said, oh, that was good, but he said this, he says, give me a child until he is seven and I'll show you the man. Proverbs 22.6 says it this way. Point your kids in the right direction. When they're old, they won't be lost. You guys, it is never too early to discover a blueprint. Oh, wow. I'm telling you right now, as parents, you just sit down with your kids, take a look at them. And I guarantee you pray and you'll be able to speak a language that, that, of an underlying blueprint that comes to life. And here's the other one. I'm gonna to speak to us older guys. It's never too late. Say it's never too late. It is never too late to discover the blueprint. I love what Norman Vincent Peale said. He says, live your life, forget your age. Live your life and forget your age. 
Come on, older guys like me, whoop it up. Come on, whoop. Come on, let's do the, let's do the Arsenio Hall thing. <laughs> you don't even know what Arsenio Hall is. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Let's show these young bucks that it's never too late. Please allow me to remind us. Now, I gotta spend just a few minutes on this, you young millennials and young people, because listen, without us, you're gonna wander. <laughs> without, the, without us, but, but, but when I'm talking about us older, listen, it's never too late. Do you realize there's something in you even greater than the years past? I, I read it this, during worship that greater works will you do because I go to the Father, Jesus said. It is never too late, never too late. Please allow me to remind us all age is only a number. It has absolutely nothing to do with our potential, our opportunities, nor our ability. Age has nothing to do with realizing our God-sized dreams. If anything, listen, age might be to our benefit. We may be wiser, more experienced, and more mature than when we were in our 20s. Hello, I know that I am, I think. Job 12, 12 says this, look at this. Is not wisdom found among the aged? <laughs> Does not life bring, long life bring understanding? I am learning so much more that when an when a experienced saint comes my way, I just shut my mouth <laughs> and let them talk because they're about to say something that I need to hear. And I really hope that the younger generation hears that and does the same. That we just say, you know what? I'm not gonna, I don't, because sometimes the younger generation says, I know what to do. 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 I'm glad you have those ideas, but, but, but listen, there's some, there's some wisdom around you that, that you need to hear. Here's a trustworthy saying, better late than never. Say better late than never. Look at Abraham. Realize his dream when he was 75 years old. You'll be the father of, uh, you'll be a, a father of the nations. Your, your, your descendants will be the number of stars in the sky. That's a big God-sized dream right there. Abraham believed God at his word until age crept in on him. <laughs> He started, then, then Abe and Sarah obviously questioned this. They, they, they'd say, is it too late for this promise, this dream to happen? Am I too old to keep dreaming and believing? Matter of fact, Sarah laughed at the thought of having children in their old age, but nine chapters later, 25 years later, God fulfilled this promise. Sarah gave birth at 90. Now I'm speaking figuratively, not asking you to go out and have children at 90, but... I'm not, whatever. But regarding your destiny, it's never too late. Super Bowl's right around the corner. My condolences to the Patriot fans and the Bills fans, if you're in here. But you remember a guy named Kurt Warner? Kurt Warner knows about it's never too late. He went from stocking grocery store shelves to playing in the NFL. And as he was approaching what many would consider old in professional football, he says, I was older and I still had the dream. But everyone around me was saying at some point, you have to give this dream up. 
At some point you have to realize you don't give older guys a chance to play in the NFL. It just doesn't happen, especially at the quarterback position. But apparently Coach Dick Vermeil of the St. Louis Rams didn't agree and gave Warner a second chance at his dream of playing in the NFL. He, he said there was something different about Warner, something he noticed that he wanted to give him a chance. Warner continued, so here I am, an older rookie in the National Football League, and I guess, as they say, the rest is history. Warner would lead the St. Louis Rams to a Super Bowl victory. He's now in the Hall of Fame. It's never too late to discover your blueprint. Harry Bernstein was a magazine writer, a freelance writer. Wrote his first book at 93. Psalm 92, 14. They will still bear fruit in old age. They will stay fresh and green. That's not regarding, that's not talking about fungus. Uh, Gladys Burrell is a truly incredible woman. She had been an aircraft pilot, mountain climber, hiker, horseback rider, but these are not the things she's known for. She ran her first marathon when she was 86 years old. She became famous after competing in the Honolulu Marathon at 92. Remember that girl, Susan Boyle from Britain's Got Talent? You guys remember that? I'm just, I'm listening, I'm talking to the older people here, so just chill out, you young people, a minute. No, Susan Boyle. She competed in various singing competitions to which others mocked and judged her ability to sing and how she looked. Her mom encouraged her to audition for Britain's Got Talent. She was reluctant, but because she believed people were being chosen, she, she, she was reluctant because she thought people were being chosen for their age and looks. So they persuaded her, and guess what? She was a hit. Now she, millions of people are her fans. She has since recorded albums, worked on Broadway. She's 58 and still growing strong. And she says this, there are enough people in the world who are gonna write you off. You don't need to do that yourself. Come on. <laughs> Meg, you're gonna like this. Peter Roger was an accomplished doctor, lecturer, and inventor. This is the last one, by the way. I just wanna build you, us people up a moment. <laughs> Despite his success, he underwent a great deal of depression. He retired from professional life by the age of 61. But to cope with this depression, he started pursuing one of the things he really enjoyed doing. You know what it was? Making lists. <laughs> Just simply making lists. That's what he loved to do. He devoted this time to creating a catalog of words organized by their meanings. By age 69, he began the preparation of the publication that we know as Roger's Thoris of English Words and Phrases at 73 years old. Lists, making lists. You, you, you think that is so weird, but it's not. It's what he loved. It was in his DNA. It was a part of his blueprint. And yet, I remember this guy, I'll never forget him. His name was Joe, and we were in Ionia. 
and uh, he was an older guy. He, you know, when I say old, he was probably, you know, he's probably in his um, back then, maybe, maybe, you know, getting towards sixty. That's not old. That's young. But but he was he was old for what what he was doing. He was working in um, with a lot of young guys in um, landscape construction, and he was fit. And he was doing a great job, but the young guys didn't like him. And like, oh, we're gonna teach this guy a lesson. We're gonna give him the worst job he could ever have. And so they didn't treat him well. And you know what? They gave him a job. Hey, Joe, this is what you're gonna do. See that field? You're gonna pick up all the rocks. Here's a wheelbarrow. He spent the whole day with a wheelbarrow in a field picking up rocks. And he goes, he goes Pastor Dan, you know what they didn't know? I love rocks. I love rocks. I love to look at them. I love to pick them up. They're all so unique. I said, ha. It was in his blueprint. It's never too late to discover your blueprint. I don't know what's in your heart, but God does. I'm not telling you to quit your day job, but you can step into the direction of your destiny. How could it happen? You don't need to know how. You just need to follow your heart. God's unique blueprint for your life, but there are a few more things you need to know about your blueprint. Your blueprint has levels, just like any blueprint does. It has levels. It has levels. It has layers, the most important being the foundational layer. We'll discover these layers throughout the series, but for now, I wanna give you this preview of this one. 1 Corinthians 3.11 says this, for no one is empowered to lay an alternative foundation other than the good foundation that exists this, which is Christ Jesus, Jesus Christ, come on. See, as a follower of Jesus, he is our foundation. Paul is very clear throughout the entire teachings that Christ is the rock, he's the foundation. I don't know if you knew this, but there's only one way to heaven. That does not make me any better than any person in the world that I say that. I'm not better by saying there's only one way to heaven. There are not many ways to heaven. And, and, and the, the, one of, the, one of the, the voices that you'll hear is, no, 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 no. What about, what about Muslims? What about Hindus? What about all these people that, that are really following a God? But, but let me tell you something. They, they want to find the real God, but they haven't found him yet because they haven't found Jesus because Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. I didn't say that, he did. That doesn't make me any better than any person. It just makes me saved. And I, I love what the, what, what the Hindu uh, person who got saved, she, she was taught to worship many gods, thousands. But she said, it was so confusing. It was so hard. It was so confusing, you guys. She goes, then I found Jesus. She said, she was relieved to find that she only had to walk through one door <laughs> and not a thousand of them. <laughs> so it was so good. Jesus brings the truth and fundamentals that build structural support. Please hear this. These fundamentals are so important that they will set you up for future success. Matthew 7, 24 through 25. You guys still with me? Everyone who hears my teaching and applies it to his life can be compared to a wise man who built his house on an unshakable foundation. When the rains fell and the flood came with fierce winds beating upon this house, it stood firm because of its strong foundation. If this level is skipped, then everything else struggles. 
If this level is skipped, please hear me, everything else struggles. Here's the proof, Matthew 7, 26 through 27, the, the, the verse is right after. But everyone who hears my teaching and does not apply it to his life can be compared to a foolish man who built his house in the sand. This is Jesus talking. When it rained and rained and the flood came with wind and waves beating upon his house, it collapsed and was swept away. See, when we miss this level, the level that Christ is the foundation, we are constantly rebuilding after the storms of life. Yet you ever been there like, oh my goodness, I'm back there again. I'm struggling, the rain comes, and all of a sudden everything crashes, and here I go, I have to re Listen, God does not want you rebuilding over and over and over again. He wants you building on top of a foundation and then building on top of that. It's, God, it's never God's will for your life to collapse. It is not God's will for your life to collapse. Now, God can use a collapse and bring us to him. Haiti was, a, was, a, was a, a very good example of people building homes without any real foundation, without any metal rod inside the, the, um, the, the, the concrete. And so... What they, would, what they would do is, is, is they, there, there's no money. So families would live with families on top of families. You would have one level family here, but with not a solid foundation. You wouldn't have any metal rods to, to really bring strong structure to the buildings. And, and so therefore, you would have levels on levels on levels of very unstable. And when, when, the, when the earthquake hit, it just crumbled so quickly that nobody had a chance to get out of there. Because no building codes were enforced. But that's a spiritual thing. People not building on Christ and then they've got issues on issues on issues and generational strongholds on generational strongholds and blood, you name it. And all of a sudden you think, why is God doing this to me? God isn't doing it. It's because there isn't a solid foundation Christ. We don't have to cut any corners. Don't skip this important step. Foundation is the key level. Your blueprint has levels, but here, here, I want to get you excited. Your blueprint has next level. Say next levels. Oh, we got next levels now. We're going next level. Infinite possibilities and opportunities to see this blueprint come to life. In other words, when you surrender your life to Jesus, he establishes the, the foundation, and then look at this, and then God gives you and I general contractor duties to build on that foundation. Next levels. God gives you and I general contractor duties. Here's the proof right here, 1 Corinthians 3, 10 and 11. Now, God has given me unique gifts. This is Paul speaking as a skilled master builder who lays a good foundation. Now, what Paul did was Paul built, was allowed on Christ to build the foundation of the, of the church as we know it. The, you, you read his teachings, the, the, the epistles, and all of his teachings were foundational teachings for the church, right? You got that? But look it. Afterward, another craftsman comes and builds on it. So builders be aware. Let every builder do his work carefully. Say it carefully. According to God's standards. 
For no one is empowered to lay any an alternative foundation other than the good foundation that exists, which is Christ, Jesus Christ. We just read that. I love this part, you guys, because there are days when I thought, I think, Lord, just make me a robot. Just make me do what you've always called me to do. I wanna make every single right decision. I don't know. God didn't make you a robot. He gave us a free will. You know why? He gave you creativity and imagination. You know why? Because he wants to partner with you with the next levels. He wants, he wants to give you general contractor duties with him. I love this part. This is so important to know. We talked to an architect, professional architect, and he was saying that the drawings, the blueprint, contain information that any contractor will be able to look at, understand, and generate a bid for, for what it will cost to create what's recorded on paper. Lots of money will be on the line to correctly interpret these plans. Please hear this. If the architect made a mistake, that can be costly. If the contractor does not read the blueprints correctly, for instance, and pours the footings in the wrong spot, that is costly. So we are careful. See, 2020, let me just say this. 2020 is the year where you manage your personal relationship with Christ instead of thinking somebody else has to do it for you. Your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister. Church ministries, they do not manage your personal relationship. But, but the church grows up thinking that's way. Well, pastor must, no. Listen, I'm not here to feed you. Like, I'm not, I'm not here to fill your cup. I'm here just to empty mine. I'm not here to, it's not my job to feed you. That's, that's Jesus' job. That's your personal relationship Sunday through Sunday. You guys, listen, this is the year where we say, you know what? Nobody else is managing my personal relationship other than me. Because God wants levels. He wants you to go to the next level. He wants to see the blueprint in your life come to, come to life. Let every builder do his work carefully according to God's standards. Each level built carefully will give way to the next level. See, I don't really care if I say something. What is this? <laughs> It's probably on lens. If I say something, it's tripped on it. If I say something that hurts you, okay, I don't know why I say it this way, because I believe that what I'm saying is truth that will help you. In other words, I, I can't hold back and just make this all sugar-coated. If I do, none of us get anywhere. We, don't, we can't build anything strong, you guys, Right? Every level built carefully will give way to the next level. Some people are wondering, well, man, I've been at this level for 20 years. Something's wrong. What's happening is you've got to give way to the next level, but, but we got to go back and think, what, what is happening in this level? Maybe we forgot Christ.
I love this. And, and these next levels, you gotta hear this. These next levels are worked with you being the general contractor with your unique personality and gifts. They come to life with your creativity and your imagination. That's the beauty of your blueprint. And we'll unpack this throughout the series because I don't want you to miss your blueprint. I don't wanna miss your next level. You to miss it. And finally, this is what's true about the blueprint. This is, this is the biggest part. Your blueprint can change history. Your blueprint can change history. Let me say it again. Your blueprint can change history. The unique blueprint that lives in you is so much bigger than you think. We tend to limit ourselves with our past thinking, our limited thinking, right? It's so much bigger. I want to show you this first blueprint of the light bulb. Look at that thing. That's pretty cool. Thomas Edison had that in his mind. He had that in his mind. He, he had a blueprint of, of something that he had no idea would change the world forever. This small, little, tiny blueprint that, that has maybe 10 significant things to it. Only 10 significant things to this small blueprint that came from his mind would be the predecessor to nearly all electrical conveniences people use today. Many experts consider Edison's light bulb one of the most important inventions in American history. But let me just tell you this, this blueprint right here, this blueprint pales in comparison to the blueprint that's in you. That blueprint right there pales in comparison to the blueprint that's in you. The plan inside of you that can change the world around you. The plan inside of you that can change the world around you. If Thomas Edison was able to extract the light bulb from his mind and heart, then what might you have inside you? <laughs> what might be inside you? What blueprint do you have? What, what level are you at? See, there's a blueprint just waiting to be discovered. Is anybody here? Man. Because the blueprint that is being read on the inside is the product produced on the outside. Whatever you're reading on the inside of your life is what's gonna be produced on the outside. And what if out of your unique blueprint comes a blueprint like the light bulb, comes a blueprint that just changes people so dramatically and radically. Can we just begin to discover the unique plan God has for you and I? And we do it just simply by asking. This is how we're gonna end this service. We're gonna ask God to illuminate. Now, here's what I'll say. Some of you, you, you you're like, 
yeah, I'm walking in my blueprint. But some of you don't, haven't been to the next level. Come on, you want next level. This is what I've found out about, about God is, and I say, I'm never gonna retire, just to let you know. Now, I may, I may retire from, from a, a, maybe this occupation at some point in time, but I'll never stop discovering the level of blueprint. If, if someone can write their first book at 96, if they can run a marathon at 92, come on, you guys, if they can write the Roger's thesaurus in their late years, what might I be able to do? What's in me? What's in you? So James 1, 5 says this as we finish. If anyone longs to be wise, ask God for wisdom and he will give it. He won't see your lack of wisdom as an opportunity to scold you over your failures, but he will overwhelm your failures with his generous grace. He's saying, listen, just ask. God, what's, what, what do you got planned for me? what's inside of me. For some of you, this will be the eye-opening moment, even in the first time you're thinking, you know what? I wish I would've heard this when I was 20. But it doesn't matter because guess what? It's never too late. Never too late. And some of you are, are raising kids and I will tell you right now, please, please, please go home and as the high priest of your home, Mom and dad, mom or dad, single mom or dad, you lay your hands on your kids just like Jesus did and you begin to speak the kingdom of God destiny that, that's for them. The kingdom of heaven is on this earth, my friends. Yeah, there's one coming, but really he's talking about the kingdom of heaven right here. Our kids are arrows in a quiver against our enemy. Woo! It's never too early. Some of you will discover it for the first time. Some of your kids will begin to discover it for the first time. Some of you are gonna say, you know what? I thought it was over. I thought I was too old. I thought I had to give up on the dream. And God's saying, why? When I put that in you, I put that blueprint in you. Why would you do that? Don't. It's never too late. God has next levels. Christ being the foundational level, my friends. <clears throat> And I believe that your blueprint is way bigger, way, way bigger than you realize. Let's pray. Lord, I just thank you, God, in this moment. I thank you, Lord, for uh, beginning to pull out of us something that's so much greater than who we are that glorifies you. Something that you, you placed in us, but also something that, that we are walking and partnering with you to see manifest and through our personalities and creativity, Lord God. I'm amazed, God, that, that you love us so much and that you're so excited about what the future holds for us. God, 2020, I believe, is setting us up for many, many years to come. So I pray for every heart and mind to be open to, to what you're saying, God. to 
desires and dreams, Lord God. And God, we will be obedient. So just pray this prayer with me as we, as we start 2020. Say, Father, say it again. Say, Father, I come to you in Jesus' name. I declare, Jesus, you are my Lord and I follow you. And Lord, today I repent from following my own blueprint or another person's blueprint. And today I receive the plan that you have for me. Let it begin to unfold. Let me begin to see it. And God, in the end, I give you all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. 